Welcome back. Guess who is back? Back again. I am back. Tell a friend. Anyways, welcome back to my creative outlet and uh, my platform for talking and telling mediocre jokes and stories. This is episode six of the Highly Questionable Show. And how have you been? You been good? Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so I, I guess I'll just get right into some topics. I'm all alone today, so this one will be a bit more rambly. And yeah, you're just along for the ride. I do have some stuff to talk about, but we'll just get right to it. So I got my wallet replaced. Well, not really my wallet, but the contents that I lost from my wallet. A few weeks ago, as you may or may not know, I went and saw a movie all the way in Linwood with my friend Matthew, who was on last week, and I lost my entire wallet, so that was not fun. So now I officially have my license back. I got that replaced and got it mailed to me. I have to say I'm a little disappointed with the photo because... I was growing my hair out for like a solid five months, and I just got my hair cut like almost a week ago now, because I had some gigs coming up, and I still do some, you know, stuff to do, and I wanted to look at least decent and presentable. I figured the mullet life was not gonna cut it for me, but... Yeah, not not really impressed with the photo, but I'm happy to have my license back. I got my debit card replaced. Shouts out to the guy at BECU. He was very nice and uh, made the process pretty easy. Not a hassle at all. Cool dude. I don't remember his name, but nothing but nice people there. Um... I, I recently had a little rehearsal at UW with uh, some of my drumline friends. It was nice to see them again. So that was cool. As far as uh, sports news goes, my Blazers just got swept by the Pelicans. So that's a bit sad, a little bit depressing. But you know what? Whatever. Whatever. I honestly, like, I don't remember the last time I watched a game all the way through this season. Um, and that's really of, like, any sport. I've, I've really been kind of, I've kind of fallen off on following sports recently, like, even within the last year. Because I've had, I had stuff going on. And, you know, I, I had gotten a girlfriend at the time, and, and that was all of my all of my time, and band became all of my time, and, and all of that stuff, so I really stopped following sports, and now I've just been going hard on, on homework and my job. Speaking of my job, my drumline teaching gig, we recently had a little competition at Sumner High School. It was the first, <clears throat> excuse me, the first competition that Sumner High School has put on, and it was really well run. It, it was nice. They kept things on a nice, tight schedule, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, they had a lot of sponsors. They really had their stuff together, so 
Sumner High School is just a really strong band program overall. And it's cool to see the amount of support that they have from all their parents and the local parents. Wow, uh, you can tell it's late. But yeah, the, the parent support and the the support from like the local businesses and just the community and, and students, it's, it's really cool. And they, they have a pretty talented group this year, so that's, uh, that's cool. Um, for as far as us, we had our youngest group in our 10-year history competing out there. And I, I kind of I wrote two new pieces for them that were pretty technical and challenging. And I wrote some really hard drill and choreo. Those guys actually had more demand than than any other school and and really some I put some high risk stuff into what they were doing so I we were kind of really pushing limits especially with the the lack of experience we have in this group and this is only our fourth year of actually doing any competitions at all and I honestly I thought they had a really good rep of the show and I'm really proud of of all of my students I think they did a a good job um yeah highly demanding show it felt good to get feedback and compliments from from some judges that I respect uh it feels good that they recognize the demand of the the show that I wrote and I, I got a quote I've never seen that before um so that was cool and I got a compliment on my writing. Uh, one of the judges said that it was tasty, so that that actually felt really good. Um, that kind of criticism is is always nice. That kind of feedback. Um, so initially at this competition, we didn't place, despite the fact that we had one of the best reps of one of the most demanding shows on the floor, and that's something that we've grown quite used to at TJ, uh, just, you know, getting shafted. It's been happening to us since we got into our first competition when I was a student. Um, and I, that may sound like I'm, I'm being salty or whatever, but it's really like, it's not bias. In my junior and senior year, I got multiple messages from spectators ranging from friends and members of other ensembles, uh, parents from other high schools, and just people that I didn't really know at all, I got lots of messages that were like, wow, you were definitely the most impressive group, especially for how small you are, because we're always a small group. Um, so I've, we've gotten a lot of messages saying, wow, you probably just won that thing. But unfortunately, we just haven't really gotten that kind of recognition and, and just didn't really fare the best that we could in the eyes of the judges and and really that is what's so hard about these competitions is there's not regulations or rules it's really loose it's a really new thing to our community having these drumline competitions even in the greater seattle area um garfields has been running for quite a while but as far as just the whole activity there's not regulations and and in-depth judging and criteria so it's extremely subjective um and 
our school just kind of lack it really lacks the size in comparison to a lot of others and we've we've always lacked the resources so uh i take pride in the fact that we've always had to work harder to achieve what some schools just have by nature which is amazing for those kids but for us it's like more of an uphill battle as far as everything goes like the financial battle with equipment and and the battle of rehearsal time and facilities and all that stuff we've really come a long way since the start of the program and it just makes me really happy that i am the person who got started growing that and that i've I'm able to be a part of this and, and work hands-on with these kids. It's it's really cool. We felt like this was another year where it's like, oh, here it goes again. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting shafted after performing a, a really hard show really well. Don't get me wrong. There's stuff that we blew. You know, there's things that just didn't happen. Um, but... I was thinking the whole time, like, we got beat by this high school who I'm not going to name because I just don't feel like speaking negatively about anyone. Um, everyone's trying their best, and it's and it's awesome. But the school who placed above us, or maybe a couple, I don't know, maybe all the schools, the school that placed above us had not a third-place show, and... Our, our show was just, it, it at least deserved third place, I will say that. Our show was a third place show at the least. Um, so it's a little unfortunate that that didn't happen. But, I've been beating around the bush this whole time, and surprise, surprise, this time there was a mistake in telling the scores. And it just so happens that my kids, my school... We got third. TJHS placed third at the first Sumner competition. I don't believe I've said this on the podcast, but they actually went out there and kind of showed their stuff at the very first competition of the year at Bellevue High School, and they actually won, which was pretty amazing to me because the expectations for the program that I have right now, the way that they are set we are definitely ahead of schedule, so it just feels really good to be a part of this. And I'm really proud of what they did at Sumner, and I we only have, we can only go up from here, and I'm just looking forward to trying to figure out how to uh, clean and, and maybe edit this show a little bit and tighten it up for the last competition of the year, because I really would love to see us be able to win again, or, or at least improve, which we certainly have done. Anyways, lots of fun, a good time. I'm going to take a sip of this water here. Perfect. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little unprofessional, I guess you would say, in the fact that I drink on mic. I mean... I'm recording in my car, so, you know, I don't like it when people get upset about audio quality of podcasts because I feel like you're just really fighting a pointless, stupid battle, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, 
for if there's zero effort and people are recording on their phones, I completely get that. But like the mics that I have are a little bit on the spendy side, and I'm actually kind of proud of how well I can make the sound quality through whether it be just the raw recording or the post of, of editing um, and just the environments that I record in. Uh, but yeah, don't, I don't want to hear any complaints about drinking or any kind of noises or anything like that. All right. You know what? How about a fun fact of the day? Did you know that banging your head against the wall burns 150 calories per hour? Because I didn't know that, but according to the factssite.com, that's a real thing. So, uh, all you college students out there, if you're looking to burn that extra weight that you're uh, putting on from eating poor meals like cup noodles and all that stuff, uh, bang your head against the wall because you probably already have some motivation to do that anyways if you're in college, let's be honest. Um, Alright, moving on. So, I've just, I've been thinking a lot lately, as I do, and really one of the things I'm thinking as I'm adjusting my seat back here is that how online services and the internet are just killing our need to go out and experience things, and I I find it pretty, it's kind of fascinating. Um... Just just think of this, okay? Just just get in on this with me right now, all right? Just put your thinking cap on. Uh, whatever you're doing, if you're making a sandwich, just stop right now. If you're showering, turn the water off um, and get out and, and, and listen. So, so think about it this way. If we have Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Roku, like YouTube TV. We have all these things for movies and television so like that kills our need to go to the movie theater and and watch television completely like I honestly I could survive so easily without television it's weird because the consumption model that that I really partake in is just getting these free clips or these like monthly subscription services of smaller content or just seeking out exactly what you want. Um, honestly, TV seems so obsolete at this point. And then music. We have streaming services like Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music, or you even have YouTube for, for things, for music videos and, and, and things like concerts or really lots of music. It doesn't even have to be music videos. Now, me, I'm not a big concert guy. Uh, one thing I will say about that is I don't, I really don't get, I do, well, I won't, I won't say I don't get it because I do, but people who stand at a concert and record the, almost the whole fucking thing on their phone, uh, you need to stop. Just don't do that. Honestly, like, if you're there, just be there to live in that moment. That's what you paid for. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. It's like, are you really going to sit there and go back and, and watch those? Really, it's, honestly, it's just to show people that you were there. That's, that's what it's for. But, like, I, 
when I see a concert on Snapchat, I'm just like, oh my god, you lack the self-awareness that, that you need as a human being. Um, but anyways, yeah, like streaming services, we've, we've got, so we've killed the need to go to movies or even watch TV, really, um, and the need to, to buy physical copies of music, like that's been declining so much. Um, of course, physicals are still a big thing to people, like your CDs and your vinyl, but I have zero interest in it, and I'm I'm happy with the amount of convenience that something like Spotify affords us for consuming music. Um, it even it's even in food. We have meal kit delivery services like Blue Apron. Like you don't even have to go to the grocery store, and they have you know Hello Fresh, and I'm sure there's. A bunch more that I can't think of right now. Um, you've got like, even on the grocery shopping topic, even if it's not specifically meals, you've got Amazon Prime, Amazon Fresh. You can get groceries and and really any items you want delivered. And there's so there's so many copycat services coming out. Like, or do you just want a prepared meal? Because we've got Uber Eats and and Postmates and and lots of copycats there. Like, what What about paying your bills or doing any banking at all? I have not had to really go to the bank at all since I've started banking as an adult to do anything. And, like, I don't really personally have bills to pay on a large scale, but, like, all your bills you can pretty much pay online. You can deposit checks with your phone, make any kind of transfers, like... All I, you really have to do is, like, of course, if you want to get physical money, like, an input or output of physical money, obviously you have to go to the ATM or the bank, but, like, it's so, it even that is, like, it's so, there's no need, it's, obs, it's obsolete, kind of, it's outdated. Um, you got the hub for your porn, you got the hub for your porn, man. It's like, I... I remember as a child with my siblings I was living with at the time because I've had a little a little variety of living situations and people growing up uh with the siblings I was with at the time I just remembered finding like a porno magazine in like an old garage and just kind of like like worshiping that <laughs> I don't want to say worshiping that I wasn't a weirdo like that um but it was just like wow like that was my kind of my first encounter there and it was like whoa and now it's just you can get anything that you want online and that's just crazy like i don't even know what to say even like clothing and furniture it's it's crazy like you have I used to buy clothes, and I still occasionally do from this company called Jack Threads, and it used to be much bigger, but it's recently returned. It's really not what it was. But anyways, they had a program called Tryouts, where you could literally order almost anything, and they would send it to you, and and when they sent it to you, they would give you like the pre-made like return slips for, for the shipping, like everything, so that... You could try on the clothes, and if it doesn't work out for you, you put it nicely back in the packaging. Like, obviously, don't damage it. 
send it back and like get the right size so you can try on multiple sizes colors it was a really cool idea for online shopping to kind of take the uncertainty and guesswork out of it so i did that a few times and like with furniture now too it's like you can have you have ar to map out your furniture it it's just crazy there's so much technology right now and it's like we don't even need to leave our houses it's it's quite insane. Like, we don't... Wow. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what to say at this point. Next up, I've got some music for you. I want to make it a little bit of a thing, you know, that I talk about music on this podcast. Maybe not every episode, but, but quite often it could be every episode. We'll see. But, uh... Music is something that, if you know me at all, you know it's extremely important to me. Um, And so, (sighs) guess what? The Reel is back. The Ville is back. Flow Bananas here. Peel this back. Yes. J. Cole. And there's a train. Cool. 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 Very nice. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. blow on by lord that is one long train we are out here in the wilderness we got planes trains and automobiles for days um but anyways back to the topic j cole is back j cole has dropped a new album he's dropped kod that's the title of the album it has three meanings kids on drugs king overdosed and kill our demons um J. Cole is an artist who means quite a bit to me. Uh, I've just enjoyed him quite a bit, and I really do love his music. And I I have some past experience with with it. Like, I've been listening to J. Cole ever since middle school. Um, And I can remember, like, even, you know, like, back as far as, like, the warm-up for J. Cole some J. Cole fans out there that have been around for a while, um, and just the storytelling and, and emotion and genuine energy in his music is, is just ridiculous. It's like, it's second to none. And like, then I remember as far as experiences go, a few winters back, uh, I was working at UPS as a part-time driver helper uh, so I would help deliver packages working in Enumclaw, and that was cool, that was fun, I actually really do miss that job, I, it was awesome, and, like, it felt so good to kind of see people's reaction when I was bringing their Christmas presents and things of that sort, that was a super fun job, and I got to see a lot of dogs, but anyways, um, I would remember driving home from that job, and just listening to For Your Eyes Only, uh, his previous album that had just dropped, because that was back in that December, and I just, I can listen to those songs, and have such vivid flashbacks, and that really just speaks to the power of music, it's just amazing how something can take you back to, to a moment, or really remind you, and sometimes that's great, and sometimes that sucks, but that is the power of it, um, 
It is unlike any other art on this earth, and that's why I appreciate it so much. Um, anyways, this album is, is a pretty beautiful new album, I have to say. Uh, it has the sound that I've come to expect from J. Cole that kind of captures a perfect mix of a traditional of traditional hip-hop and more contemporary-sounding rap. Um, I love the beats. I love the use of real instruments. And sonically, like, it's so calming for the most part, this album. Um, another thing is that, like, listening to this, which I have listened to it, like, probably at least ten times through right now, J. Cole can somewhat sing, like, I've realized because he actually sings in tune especially in comparison to most rappers and there's some pleasing harmonies on this album like he can legitimately sing as opposed to just having something pumped through you know auto-tune having some pitch correction and all that and having it sound like fucking doo-doo on a plate it's yeah there's some integrity and musicality to the to the melodies that that he kind of presents on the album so that's that's kind of cool um that's just something that i've noticed uh you can pick out like even for instance tyler's tyler the creator's recent album you know the flower boy album there's great vocal moments on that, and I love that album. That's amazing. I'll probably talk about it at some point again. But there's moments of singing. We know that Tyler can't sing, and that's clear. And some of the things on his album, whether it be him or other people, the singing is not in tune. I will just say that. It's just not. Um, it just does not work. But anyways, back to this J. Cole album. It sounds so good. Like, just the sound of the album is amazing. I'm not a smoker, but this feels like a song that you can just cruise at, at you know, late at night and smoke to. Um, I love just rolling around at night and listening to it in the car. I like listening to it during the day, too. I was listening to it, you know, in the little bit of sunny weather that we got today. But, man, it just it pushes important messages that we've come to expect like, there's a concept to each song as well as the album. Like, there's lyricism and, and there's storytelling that I highly value. And he had some lines that, like, when I was first listening to it, uh, driving home from a restaurant the other night, a couple nights ago, I was like, wow, like, this is art. Like, this is legitimately um, art, you know? It's not just a commercialized, pumped-out piece of shit garbage album and there's such meaning in this album like <clears throat> j cole really pushes the social dialogue um that that we've also come to expect he talks about the government mental health um addiction gang activity gun violence children in their circumstances like he really tells his story and it's so authentic one thing people have been talking about in regards to this album is Kill Edward, the uh, the 
so-called feature, the name that is on a few tracks on the album. J. Cole is known for massive success with no features, and the couple features on this album, K.O.D., have kind of created a little bit of a buzz. So people have been, like, wondering, like, oh, who is it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, to me, it's, it's very clearly Cole pitched down. And I don't know, I don't want to sound condescending or be like, how do you not know that? But to my ears, like, it's, it's very, very clear. Just the timbre and the tone, it's, like, very clearly his voice. Like, maybe there's, this is sort of an alter ego coming that he's, that he's introducing, but I also, I really like how it reinforces the message that he's the only feature that he needs, which he also references very early on in the album. The response to the Little Pump diss that was atrocious, not the response, J. Cole's track was, was great. The diss itself from Little Pump was atrocious. Um, he had a really hard time rounding up all three of his brain cells to make fuck j cole rhyme with fuck j cole uh it was really shitty but i don't know why we'd expect any sort of argument of substance from a guy who had hits like gucci gang um the dude is 17 and he's just really disrespectful and honestly cole just kind of bodies the response but like he does it in such a calm way he comes at it like exactly how you'd expect from someone twice Little Pump's age. He comes at it from this place of kind of peace and, and understanding. And it's just, it's really good. It's a great track. And he just kind of lets Little Pump know like you're fucking whack. But he doesn't really, he doesn't come at it in an attacking way. You have to listen to the track. Just listen to the album. So, <clears throat> in conclusion, yeah, it's just a fantastic album. I highly recommend J. Cole is back, and I'm honestly sad because now it's like, damn, I have to wait until the next album drops, but I love it so much. I don't think there's a single bad track on the album. I give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Go listen to it. K.O.D. It is out. <laughs> You ever get like just the right amount of tired that you feel relaxed? I've been feeling that a lot lately. Uh, and I mean, my sleep schedule has been pretty horrible lately, so you know, there's that. Um, <clears throat> it's it's not good. Uh, my health is pretty rocky, and and I got to take care of that. Uh, it's hard when you get in a rut. I've had a lot of things going on for me health-wise, and I, I just have pre-existing kind of injuries and, and circumstances that suck, and, uh, it's been, it's been quite the hard time lately. It's been really trying circumstances, um... I've, I've been struggling with, with things, and I've been really isolated, and I'm just at a point where I'm ultimately not sure what I'm doing with my life, and there's just been, you know, turmoil for myself, and, and change for me, and it's, yeah, it's been tough, 
not gonna lie it's been it's been a real tough time i'm thankful for for having you know good friends um good parents things of that sort that really helped me to get through such a trying time and as always i've just been really introspective lately and i've just been thinking about how my own kind of things you know everyone has their their personal baggage uh Everyone has problems, whether it be mental health issues or just baggage and and scarring from previous experiences. Everybody has problems, and, and I don't think there's a person who's not a little bit broken. Um, there may be people out there who aren't, but those are not the people... I'd like to really associate with, and good for them, you know, uh, everyone has different levels of struggle and, and different circumstances in their upbringing and all throughout their life, and as, as sad and unfortunate as some of the things I've had to go through are, and as, as much as I have been hurt and, and put through stress in my life up to this point, I really am thankful for it because I feel that I've, I've elevated, or not elevated, that sounds shitty and condescending, but I've grown to a place of, of a lot more maturity than, than someone my age, maybe. Um, and I, I'm starting to see with, with the people that I've been around recently and just in the process of growing up, that there's so many different levels of that. And it's, it's not all to do with age. Like once I feel like once you're out of high school and really once some people pass eight, like even just 18, things just change so much. And, and I'm coming up on 21 here, but <laughs> uh, aside from my health, I, I really like, that makes me feel like an old man in itself, with the way that my body is right now. But I've just always felt a certain level of emotional maturity, and I think that it's just a result of things that I've had to endure. Um, and I don't want anyone feeling sorry for me. I, I do appreciate all of the support that I get in, in times like these, but it's just another one of those times, you know, life is, is a roller coaster. And lately for me, each day has its own roller coaster within that of emotion where you have happy moments and then you have moments where you feel really good. And then sometimes there's there's the shitty moments, and, and there's a lot of in-between and dullness and just uh, loneliness. But then there's, there's also those times where you have to have, let yourself have a bit of a breakdown and, and not be hard on yourself. There's days where you have to set the bar a little bit lower and try not to be your own worst enemy or your own worst critic. 
I, I find it hard to, to not do that because traditionally I've just been that kind of person. And here comes a car, and I hope it's not somebody coming to kill me. Um, yeah, it's, wow, I'm, I'm quite distracted now. Hold, hold up, let me pause. Let me Alright, I'm back. Um, I did not get killed. Nobody broke into my car, and we're all good. Where was I? Uh, I was just talking about, you know, life. And if we really boil it down to it, getting real philosophical on you. Um, but not really, though. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been an odd and somewhat dull existence lately. It's just been a bit of a struggle, and, and I've been feeling isolated. I don't know. I'll figure it out, and eventually there will be brighter days. But as of right now, it's just figuring out a way to to keep having meaning and trying to make the most of these days and and getting through the circumstances that I've been presented with. Um, just trying to be happy uh, the best way that I know how. That's not easy in, in any sense whatsoever, but I have to maintain some sort of positivity in the way that I deal with things and the way that I look at life, because if I didn't, quite frankly, with all the things that I, like, have dealt with, I would be a horrible, cynical, really, probably really shitty person, or maybe even not be here today, but the power of positive thinking. Now, I'm not saying that you can just turn a switch on your on in your brain and make yourself, you know, invincible and make all these sorrows go away. There's, life is not easy. Uh, like, emotional pain is not easy in, in any sense. But it certainly serves you better to have a positive reaction to things it makes it just a little easier to deal with, to, to get through those things. So be positive, people. Let's end this thing positively, all right? Uh, you know, we'll all figure it out. And whatever you're going through right now, I hope you know that there's time on the clock. And it can get better, and chances are that it will, right? So... Please just listen to that, and, and if you take anything away from this episode, just just hear that, right? All right. We, we got a little personal and a little introspective on this one. And while we're on it, you know, I'm pretty stressed because I have uh, jury duty tomorrow. I gotta get up at 6.30 in the morning, and it's pushing midnight right now, so... Uh, that's, you know, not good. Not good. I've got some lessons I've got to move around and reschedule because this weekend I'm going to Whistler. We're, we're heading to Canada with Husky Drumline, so I'm really hoping that I can enjoy myself and navigate those experiences and and come home with, with no regrets about that trip. I'm hoping to spend some time with some good people, and I'm, I'm really 
I'm looking forward to that in a way. I always have a certain level of anxiety about experiences like that, but I'm looking forward to it, and I think we will have some fun, and it'll be fine. And in less than two weeks, I have a musical coming up that I'm playing for, and I haven't gotten the book, and so I'm going to be scrambling to do that shit, and it's going to be crazy. Um, there's an HMB gig that I really haven't decided if I'm going to do, and I would sort of like to do, but that would end up with me having a fucking jam-packed day and having to leave way early in the morning, since I-5 is all kinds of messed up. Um... And I do a, a real long gig on a Saturday and then basically come straight home and play a show uh, for the musical. And I just really don't know if that's something I'm up to. I usually regret when I overcommit myself like that, but I also don't want to miss out on this experience. And, you know, it's just a battle. <clears throat> it's a fear of missing out thing, you know. I've got problems like that, folks. Um, and then after that, I've got a couple rehearsals for an orchestral gig that I have coming up way too soon, where I'm going to have to play an extremely long and hard to read piece. Um, I am not joking when I say this, I think it might be the hardest task I will have to do in my, uh, musical career. So that's kind of crazy but I know that I'll get through it. I'm really looking forward to playing with my former band director from high school and kind of reconnecting with him once again. That should be fun. <clears throat> and then the day after that concert is our final drumline competition of the year, and it also happens to be the day where, after I see my drumline students compete, I've got a rush back over to UW and leave for another Canada trip. That time we'll be going to Victoria. And then, really, as soon as all that passes, it's just more work and more school and more lessons. And before I know it, it's just going to be right back into all city. So it's going to be crazy. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I've got a lot of stuff coming up, and I hope you wish me Godspeed in dealing with all of these things. And I hope I don't go crazy. Um, those are just the events and gigs, and of course I've got a lot more tasks and things to organize in my personal life. And man, it is crazy. Alright, well, I think we're about ready to wrap this one up. Um, I haven't been checking stats a lot lately, but I know that there is a somewhat small and humble following of this, and I just want to really sincerely thank everybody for listening. Um, this is a somewhat nice outlet for me, and I just really appreciate anyone who, who gives their time to this and thinks that it is, uh, beneficial to them in any way. I really, I would love it if, if anything that I say or do on this platform helps you feel better and in any capacity. 
and I can't thank you enough for listening to my thoughts and especially my rambling in, in episodes like these. So thank you so much for listening to episode six, and I will catch you next week. Have fun, enjoy life, and please be positive. Bye-bye.